Money can be difficult in the sports industry to start. I'm going to be extremely honest with you. You can do what you love and make money. There are ways. This is the Work in Sports Podcast. Here's VP of Content and Engage Learning at WorkinSports.com, Brian Clapp. We're doing a Monday episode on a Wednesday. One of my favorite things, I often refer to it as breakfast for dinner, because on Mondays we answer fan questions and on Wednesdays we do interviews with sports industry people. But sometimes when we get a lot of good questions that come in on for Monday episodes, I like to bleed them over to Wednesdays because they're some of the most enjoyable things I get to do. You send in questions, you the fans, you email me, bclap at workinsports.com, you message me on LinkedIn, you hit us up on Twitter, at workinsports, any of those ways, you send in your question and I get to do a deep dive into it. So let's handle this one today from Kyle in Texas. Hey, Brian, I'm a sophomore in college and I just declared as a sports management major. I'm so incredibly excited, but my parents are not. They're convinced I won't be able to make any money in sports and they want me to be a lawyer. So I ask you, how can I make money in the sports industry? If you make this into an episode, I promise I'll make my parents listen. No pressure, Kyle. And hello, Kyle's parents. Thanks for listening. Uh, just to set the stage for you kind folks and new listeners, I am a parent, so I'm not going to BS you, okay? If you're listening and thinking, oh, this person is going to give me a bunch of puffery stuff to say, sports industry is great, you're going to make a ton of money. Trust me, I'm a parent. I get it. I want my kids to be set up for success too. I want all of you listening to have a plan in order to make money in the sports industry. So I'm going to be real and I'm going to bring it. So let's get into it. Outside of becoming an athlete, or becoming a professional gambler and being very, 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 very good at it, and I'm not suggesting that as a path that we want to go down Kyle or Kyle's parents, money can be difficult in the sports industry to start. I'm going to be extremely honest with you. And it's pretty easy to understand why. It's a pretty simple analysis. Kyle, go ask your friends. How many of you would love to go cover a team on the beat and write for an online site? Or edit video highlights for ESPN, or become an athletic director, or be the GM of the Chicago Cubs. Unless you're a Southsider in Chicago, I'm guessing, because you wouldn't want to be GM of the Cubs, I'm guessing most of your friends would be like, dude, that sounds awesome. Dude, what does mine say? <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> what about mine? And therein lies the problem. Supply and demand, basic economics. There are a lot of people that want to work in the sports industry because it's cool, it's fun. You, you get to see cool things, enjoy events, be a part of certain action. You do something you love. And so because of that, the demand for the employer is you're replaceable. Don't replace me. You're being replaced. Right? There's not a lot of leverage that you have. So let's give this a, just give you a full real life example. When I started my career in the sports industry, I was hired to be a video editor at CNN Sports Illustrated. So I was doing exactly one of those things I earlier talked about. Editing video highlights, covering press conferences, creating feature stories. I loved every minute of it. But here's the thing. I was eminently replaceable. If I went in to ask my boss, hey, I'd like to make a little bit more money. They would say very nicely because they were awesome. I loved working there. No bad feelings. But they would say, hey, I can replace you with 100 people tomorrow. Now, give this a little further perspective. Coming out of college, getting this job, I was hired making $21,000 a year. It was 1996 and adjusted for today's times. Let me do a little bit of math. It's still shitty money. So the point is, I started my career. It was not a boatload of money. I was happy. I loved every step of it. 
but I could grow to a point where I could get more money. So that's one thing. Do what you love, the money will follow. Secondarily, I want to emphasize there are different ways to go about this. So for this conversation, we are going to, I'm trying to set the stage and let you know that it can be difficult, but it's not impossible. Now, it might start out tough, but there are growth opportunities. But I'm also going to give you some focus into areas that I think that have the highest upside and skills you should develop that raise your ceiling to the highest point, because that's what we want to do. We want to raise your ceiling to make as much money as potentially possible. And then we want to put you on a path to get there. Number one, business intelligence. BI for short. Sounds fancy. So overview here. Business intelligence leverages software and services to transform data into actionable insights that inform an organization's strategic and tactical business decisions. That to you should sound like, oh, data into actionable insights. Sounds like Moneyball. Sounds like understanding war and all the other, other different cool metrics we have now. Hey, Billy, I wanted you see these player evaluations that you asked me to do. That's player side analytics. That is important, but that's not what we're talking about here. We're talking about business operational analytics. How does a business make as much revenue as possible, make data-driven decisions to drive the business to new heights? Why is this so important? In speaking with various talent acquisition managers across sports, they have told me this is a trend they've been trying to fill over the last many, many, many years. Teams, leagues, organizations, marketing agencies, et cetera, are looking to add more people that are knowledgeable about the data and tool sets that go into analyzing a business and making it work as efficiently and as strong in a revenue-generating way, either by reducing expenses or by increasing inbound revenue, and getting those people into their organization, and they are hard to come by. I talked to one talent acquisition manager who two years ago told me, that's all I'm focused on. Two years later, today... I've spoken with her and she's like, that's all I'm focused on still. That means there's this unquenching demand that hasn't been filled for this type of a role. That's leverage. If you have sports knowledge coupled with business intelligence knowledge, that's value, that's leverage, that's upside. And the work you're doing is directly related to revenue creation. And that always is in demand or expense reduction. That's always in demand. So, so, so how? What are the skills? What are you looking to develop? Well, if you're in school right now, look into data science, look into statistics, learn skills like Power BI, SQL, SQL, Python, R. These are how you analyze massive data sets. Lots of information. And this can go into ticketing dynamics. This can go into sponsorship deals. This can go into partnership activations. All these things start to work through business intelligence. We use them constantly. These tools that I just mentioned about, we use them constantly here at Work in Sports and that I hire to better understand our business and make changes that will make revenue. This needs to translate into sports, and it hasn't yet. That, my friend, is leverage. Number two, fundraising. This is going to sound strange to some of you, but like I said, you want to follow where the money is generated, and that will lead to more ending up in your pocket. Fundraising roles, which you'll often see as development, so you'll see a role like Director of Development for Georgia Tech Athletics, are the key to reaching the highest heights in college athletics in particular. So I'm trying to give you skill sets that work for the whole industry, but then I'll also start to target certain, certain areas that may interest you. This one is more college athletics, or I mean others too, but college athletics is a big one. 
college teams survive on booster relationships and donors putting their name on scoreboards and suites and concession stands, that's how athletic departments thrive bringing in money to support the program and that all their facilities and all their programs and all their events are funded by donors, boosters, fundraising efforts. If you can raise money for an organization, you can work in development and have a high ceiling towards an athletic director. So when you look at athletic directors in the big schools, the middle schools, the small schools, their job is not just hiring uh, head coaches and really keeping an eye on recruiting and reading rivals.com that realize their next recruiting class. No, what they're doing is fundraising all the time. And they have an entire team of fundraising uh, asset people. If you want to be an athletic director, you need to be involved in fundraising. And that's the highest heights in the college sports world. So getting into college programs, like uh, different clubs or things or initiatives where you can raise money and start to get that on your resume. If you volunteer at your college athletic department and start to do some fundraising activities in that area, that's where you get that really high ceiling, especially in college sports or in athletic uh, Olympic sports. Any kind of athletic endeavor that doesn't generate a lot of money, they're going to need fundraising and efforts in that regards. So a little next level stuff, if that interests you, if this role kind of interests you, please listen to these three interviews. Lee DeLeon, who is now the deputy athletic director at Middle Tennessee State University. But when I interviewed him, was uh, a top AD at Purdue University. He gives a lot of insight into fundraising. Tim Duncan, who's the athletic director at the University of New Orleans. Incredible guy. And most importantly, this was a more recent one, Maddie Fowler-Burkhart, who's the assistant athletic director for annual giving at Nebraska. And behind me, she sent me a cool Huskers uh, sticker that's up on my wall. So despite the fact they didn't do that well this year, Trev Alberts is actually a personal friend of mine and is the AD there. We work together at CNN Sports Illustrated. And uh, Maddie is awesome and really gives a lot of insight into that side of the world. Okay, back to the tech side. Number three, not enough people in sports know about tools like Google Analytics, Google Ads, social media advertising. These are the absolute most important tools that Fortune 500 businesses use to analyze their choices, their marketing efforts, and to track results. But not enough people view that and view this as an in to the sports industry. So imagine this for a second. You're a content creator. You make this amazing hype reel promoting an upcoming event for the minor league baseball team that you work for. You push it out on social media and it reaches 100 people. 100 people? I put in eight hours into this. 100 people? Now, if you think of the 100 people that viewed it, maybe two actually take an action on it. Like, that's not good enough. That doesn't result in a good ROI, return on investment, time spent, effort, tools, et cetera. And that's organic reach. You just pushed it out there and hope the world saw it. That's, that's hard to come by. What if you had the skill set to execute paid social media campaigns, track the results, analyze the traffic, set conversion rates, discuss MQLs and SQLs, and then present just how much this one video actually generated in revenue by boosting it, spreading out to the world, really making sure the reach and the distribution was high as could be. Think that would be valuable? Yeah, me too. Me too. Really valuable. Not enough people know it. You know it. That's an advantage. Number four, sales. We can't ignore the fact that effectively selling product is a key to a long and prosperous career in the sports industry. Not everyone is cut out for it. I would not be. But we can't ignore those who are good at it are never short for cash on hand in their pocket and a growing career. The ceiling is so high. Most of the senior executives I've worked with over my career had a background in sales. Even though I was on the journalism side, 
the leaders, the people high above me, the making the people making decisions came from sales because they knew how to generate revenue and they knew how to turn what we were creating into dollars. So inside sales roles can quickly grow into group sales, premium sales, sponsorship sales, partnership sales. These are huge money-making roles because they bring in a lot of money. I know that not everybody is comfortable with this idea of working in sales, but it cannot be ignored. It is the quickest path to making money in this industry. So if that's important to you, learn your sales skills now and get involved in all of those opportunities to be learning from salespeople that are out there doing it. We have a ton of interviews with different salespeople in our, in our industry and in our world. So you want to make money? Consider sales, period. Number five, last one, athlete marketing. Okay, so you're on the creative side, not sales, not tech. Athlete marketing really could be your realm. So picture this. You're a pro athlete or even a college one now with NIL, and you want to build your personal brand. You want to set up partnerships and sponsorship deals, and you maybe get an equity stake of some new product line that really feels like connects with you. You want to grow your earning potential beyond the contract. You are going to look for someone or an agency who is adept at building audiences and negotiating partnerships. Athletes have money that they are willing to put to work if they with the right person who could help them build their brand, expand their reach, and distribute their name out there with products that align well with them. Athlete marketing can be that linchpin and is in high, high, high demand. This is the trend. It used to be athletes worked their contract, made their money. Now they are building empires. They're building brands. They're getting equity stakes that they need advisors that work alongside them with this. My guy, Devin Dismang, used to work for the Golden State Warriors and the Chicago Fire and the Oklahoma City Thunder. He made a lot of relationships and he struck out on his own because he was a content guy. He still is. But then he struck out on his own doing athlete marketing for all kinds of top athletes. And this connects him directly to the source, the athlete that has the money and wants to build their brand. The more creative you are, the more adept you are at building audiences, you build your career in that direction with that goal in mind, it can be really prosperous. Mike Nelligan was a Major League Baseball agent. Huge deals, huge contract, biggest names. Clayton Kershaw, Justin Turner. And he started working at Vayner Sports and athlete marketing. He kind of started to pivot because he saw a different direction that he wanted to go and it was beyond the contract. Then he just started his own athlete marketing firm. And I'm going to have him back on the show again because he's awesome. So here's the key point. You can do what you love, sports, and make money. There are ways. And even for me, who started out making $21,000 at CNN Sports Illustrated, I do pretty well now. Not to brag. It took time, took effort, took building, took making career decisions, it took looking towards those upside moments. So don't let anyone push you off your goals and do what makes you happy. Even your parents, Kyle. Drive towards your goals, put together a plan, and it will all work out well for you because you can make money in the sports industry. Thank you for listening, everybody. It's always a joy to have these questions come in and really dig into these big topics. Please continue to send in your questions and I'll continue to answer them. And then tune in next Wednesday because we have a really cool interview too. 